0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to yet another thrilling Notes on Call. Today's lesson is a brutal but fruitful practice. Well, practicing needn't be brutal. The idea behind the column is simply to see if we can ask ourselves, are we practicing effectively? Do we have any method of practice when we actually sit down with a piece of music, particularly, obviously, with phrases that give us trouble? Now, right from the top, we have this phrase by J.S. Bach, uh, from the prelude of the fourth lute suite, a great and most triumphant piece. And this little moment of the piece is particularly triumphant. Now, I'm going to go right and play the example of uh, 1A, which is playing these two measures in different dotted rhythms that are uh, shown in exercise 1A. I find this to be particularly helpful, but sometimes people get confused and it might be helpful to just hear it. So here's exercise 1A at a very slow tempo. One and two and three... And. One and two and three and idea of playing it with dotted rhythms it just gives you a different perspective on the phrase both in terms of your fingering both right and left hand and also for your ear it makes you listen to different things and it may expose different problems which you can later improve on so i find once again playing in dotted rhythms whether whatever style you're playing in for improving a passage is fantastic it's also very good for your memory Particularly again, if you do it slowly. Now, whenever you're practicing, you must always know, as I've always said in the past, what you're doing musically with the phrase. Don't not know what the phrase is doing musically or where it's going or where it's been. So, again, know what the dynamics are of the phrase that you're playing uh, when you're practicing it. Now, sometimes you may practice with dynamics and without dynamics. Both are important. The last thing that I did, obviously, I did without dynamics. Now, Again, this is a method. It's important to have some sort of method to improve whatever passage that you're playing that's giving you trouble. Make your goals attainable. In other words, practice short passage. Don't When you sit down to practice, try not to practice the entire piece when it's really only two or three phrases that are giving you trouble. Go right to those phrases and find out specifically what it is that's giving you trouble. And we'll deal with that uh, a little bit later. The other thing I mentioned is playing the bass alone and the top alone. Let me demonstrate that for you just so this, it's totally clear. I'm going to play first with the bass alone in the passage and then the top alone. One, and two, and three, and. Now the top alone. One, and two, and three, and. Now, separating the voices like that can be so helpful, particularly for your memory. Just think of it as, as being a, a pianist. That's exactly what a pianist would do when he's practicing or she's practicing any passage or piece. They'll play the left hand alone and then the right hand alone. I think it's, again, wonderful exercise. Now, I often say throughout the column, whatever phrase you're practicing, practice it a certain number of times. I just find that for me, if I say I'm going to practice that with the top alone five times, that I'm more alert and I don't tend to ramble and waste my time. And then, and it is important, as I said, to pause between each of the times. This is so that you, again, you don't just go on in a sort of a drug state of, oh my God, you know... Mm Oh, good. That's the other thing. You know, you want to avoid this constant over and over and then yelling and screaming and, you know, the need I... I mean, I've never cursed in my life, but so should I curse? You know, it might be right. Oh, no. Right? All that stuff. You want to avoid all of that confusing, wild stuff that goes on in our in our brains and, and bodies when we're practicing and try to just calm down a little bit. Maybe have another 16 cup of coffee. See, see, see what you can do to just calm yourself and come up with some more efficient ways of practicing. Well, let's move on to one of my favorite, another one of my favorite pieces, chordal by by Albanus. Here's what I mean, just to pick up on what I was saying before. You're playing this piece by uh, Albanus. Right? And it's, oh. Right? What do I do? Where's the problem? Folks, the problem is between the third beat And the first beat of the second measure. So it's very important when you're practicing to be specific about where the problem is. Don't keep practicing the entire line or the whole piece just to find out where you have a particular problem. So it is important to be very specific and isolated and say, okay, it's right here. It's it's from the third beat to the first beat of example two. So... You isolate it, and then what you're going to do is check it out, look at the right-hand fingerings, look at the left-hand fingerings. You know, you got two hands. It's either the left hand or the right hand. Maybe it's both that are going wrong. Then analyze, make sure the fingerings are good, and then start a method of practicing. In other words, perhaps many of the things that I, I mentioned in the uh, column, which I won't go into now, but the point is, is that you – Isolate the problem and then build It's what's called the additive method You, You play the two beats Or one beat that's giving trouble Then a beat before it and a beat after it, then another beat before it another beat after it, so you widen the phrase until it actually you're playing it in context and I think that's a tremendously helpful method, and again I talk about the different problems of this shift in the column which you can read, but I want to say that method of additive you know, of practicing it additively, in other words just the problem in moving out, you should do daily for a week or two and you'll really see progress, if you just do it one day, I think you'll have a little bit more difficulty. So, let's move on and uh, go to example three, note grouping. I'm going to play how uh, one should practice this. You see before you're in example three, this you see 10 little brackets. So uh, since I've been talking a bit, I'm going to play it and I'm going to pause before every bracket. And that will explain how I think you should go about it. Here we go. Two, three, and... You'll notice that I played that a little on the fast side. Maybe should have done it slower for you. But the fact is, is that I paused at all of those little places. This is called note grouping. It is so important. It doesn't matter whether it's a, a very... This is a bit atonal and so a bit unfamiliar to you, I realize, because many of you may never heard the passage in your life as opposed to the other passages. However, it doesn't matter whether you're playing a, a simple scale or a passage like this. If you break it up into little bits and practice it, again, in little segments, I find that it is much easier to play. Why? Because you're hearing what you're playing. You've decided upon a way to hear a long group of notes, like what we were just dealing with, like this example. It's so important to listen when you're playing, to decide, how do I hear this passage? And by breaking it up the way I just did, that's the way I hear the passage, and then I put it all together. But as I'm playing it, I kind of hear these little groups. You know, I hear them all on their own, and um, and it's much easier to play. What you don't want to do in life, I think, is just let your fingers do the walking. You really want your ear and your heart and your emotions to direct your fingers, But we all have to spend some time doing some mechanical practicing, and I'm hoping that this uh, little article will give you some ideas to further benefit your playing and your practicing so you're not just uh, spending hours going over the same thing and not getting anywhere, because we've all done that. Of course, I haven't. I mean, I've never wasted time practicing, but maybe other people have. So I hope this was helpful. I tried to give uh, different examples. And uh, now I just want to wind up saying, um, please practice effectively. Please make your goals in your practice attainable. That's a big thing. Don't set out to play all of the guitar repertoire by tomorrow morning. It's going to be tough. And you may get frustrated. But then again, you may be the one to do it. I don't know. Now, I'd like to thank my producer, and friend George Brandle, We are here Actually today we are in orbit We're actually in a spaceship This is coming to you from We are out in space It's most exciting to record this way I'm actually upside down as I'm speaking So it's wild I'm playing a guitar by a, a, a Sato Which can be um, found at uh, the Guitar Salon In New York City A wonderful place that uh, Beverly Mer guitar, classical guitar shop And once again I have had... Such a great time doing this. Let's do it again, please. Adios, amigos.